Welcome back to the Barrel Talk Podcast. This is episode 104. Joined with Connor Carson's Nick Gwynn. How we doing? What up, what up? What's up? Nice. What's up? I was waiting for you to say something. No, I was waiting for you to say the... They never thought we'd make it here. Oh, we already passed the, the threshold. Oh, yeah, what, 104? Yeah, 104. Well, we passed the 100. <laughs> when we get to like 150, because we're going to get there. And then we hit like 200. Then we get sponsored by Ghost. Then we're in 2K next year. Shut the fuck like up. In a cutscene like this, it's all three of us. They're like, MP, whatever. <laughs> he's, he's duping or whatever he's the fuck those stupid ones. they Like like when Kendrick Perkins was in it. <laughs> he's doing his thing out there. I haven't played 2K in a minute. But we back with some basketball. Yeah. Pretty much almost a full week of the season awesome. in the books. We've got to see pretty much everybody play at this point. Mm-hmm. Just uh, some overreactions. Some overreactions, some debuts, new faces and new places. Mm-hmm. But we can start off with probably the most impressive debut I've seen from any star that has moved teams in Damian Lillard. Yeah, he uh, Damian Lillard is still good at basketball. Mm-hmm. Like it don't it don't matter what team he's on, he's still gonna get his. I didn't. We were watching that game as those, and I he had the quietest thirty nine. Like because we were, I know we were watching the Bills game too, but. It just didn't feel like in game that he had thirty nine points. No, and he just no, no. They they won by one, and I don't know. They're still going to be good. They got everybody around them playing good. Giannis is still Giannis, and I think it's bullshit that he said it's Dame's team because it, it's not. Play. He I think he's just doing that to You're just make that. him feel welcomed yeah, and everything. And, but yeah, he Giannis knows deep down it's his team and it's always going to be his team. I mean, looking at Philadelphia side of things in that first game, um, Damian Lillard obviously hooped. I mean, Kelly Uber was trying, playing great He tried. Defense. He was trying. And then you're looking at the other side of the ball in Philadelphia, like no James Harden, and B didn't really have that great of a game. He lose by one in Milwaukee on the road mm-hmm. in the should first have been, game. You should have lost by four, but, but that it, bank shot at yeah. the end didn't matter. That actually cashed out his yeah, over so in points it and for, three. It mattered for DeAnthony Melton betters, but yeah. in in game they really lost by four. But I don't know. I thought it was a decent game. Seventy yeah. uh, Sixers are poverty, so <laughs> they're not. Poverty. I mean, I'm not shocked that they lost. They this just proves how bad they need James Harden to compete with these better teams. It's funny having Doc, to beat these better teams. It's funny having say. Doc Rivers on the call for games like <laughs> for that the Sixers. for the Sixers mm-hmm. and everything else like that. But it's to the point now where like. I'm not going to take the 76ers seriously. Tyrese Maxey's hooping, but I'm not going to take them seriously. That's a given, though. We knew that was going to yeah. happen. Yeah. Until they get something for James Harden. Until I'm part of the club that thinks you, you just get whatever for James Harden at this point. Because if anything, you're hurting your team more with him not out there playing and him just like eating up salary cap and not having anybody else on your team to fill that role. Did, did they give a reason why he didn't play? No. Like, was there, like, a fake reason? Like, yeah, the, back soreness or something? I didn't hear what it was, but there was, like... Because they had to give a reason because he wasn't on prime time. Mm-hmm. They were talking about him staying back to, like, get in shape type shit. Okay. But, like, I mean, it's not a secret. Like, the world knows, like, the what is actually going on with yeah. the James Harden situation. Yeah. I hate that the NBA had to step in and act, ask for a reason. Like, you know the reason. Like, you like it's not nothing the Philadelphia 76ers can do. Like, and then I'm part of the club, like... Oh, you're not gonna be in like preseason, all this other shit, and then you wanted to expect to just come back and play opening night for just out of nowhere. Like, no, I'm not gonna like allow you to just hop on the plane and act like you're gonna play. You haven't been part of the team with the team doing anything. You've been away, like whatever. And then like, <laughs> it's James Harden. We've been here before. He's done this before. Mm-hmm. So like, it's nothing new. 
But I'm always to the point where we're always watching a game, and if Philadelphia gets brought up, they have to trade him for something. I don't. They care. gotta get something. They have to yeah. get something because it's to the point now. Where I'm like, even if you get James Harden back on the court, what's it gonna look like? James Harden, yes, he averaged 20 and 10 last year, but like, what's it gonna look like? I mean, Maxi look looks like with him and the ball in his hands, he's elite. Like, it's. I think it's like he'll still be the same. I think. I think it'll still be the same. Like he's still. He's one of those players who can kind of just go out there and give you 20 and 10. Like in his sleep, mm-hmm. like because he's he's gonna dish the ball fine. He's gonna go get free throws. Like no matter what team he's on, like he just has to be the ball handler. But if he does come back, yeah, it does suck for Maxi because his usage will go way down. Yeah, and he'll be end up run. He'll end up running the two. So I mean, if I was Maxi, I wouldn't want him to come back because this is my role now. Oh yeah, no. And that's the only way you're gonna get Maxi better is him basically trying to average twenty points and going for most improved basically. Yeah. But I think, yeah, you have to trade him for whatever you can. I, th- I think you, they have a good enough all-around all roster if they were to add a couple more role players off the bench or, like, maybe another solid starter. I mean, like, what's going to hurt? Like, you, I hate teams that think they need the star. Mm-hmm. Like, they need mm-hmm. the star to pair with Joel and be like, look at look at Denver. They don't, they don't have an all-star outside of Jokic, even though we know Jamal, Jamal Murray. Is, we know he's yeah. an all-star caliber player, but, I mean, look at their roster. They built their championship team off depth and, like, continuity and shit like that. But then all these teams out here want to go get the big name, get mm-hmm. the big star. Like, you have Joel Embiid. If you get the right pieces around him, you will be fine. I'm not saying you're going to go out there and get somebody that is going to give you 20 and 12, 20 and 10, but, like, you can get multiple role players serviceable to help your roster right now because at this point, yeah, you're going to get James Harden back and then all of a sudden at the trade deadline, then problems start up again because he mm-hmm. just realizes mm-hmm. and he feels he can get traded again. So it's just, it, it's never going to end with James Harden. It's kind of, it sucks because it's hurting Philadelphia because Philadelphia is a contending team when healthy and they have everybody, but James Harden is just away from the team because of the whole contract shit. And that's also on Daryl Morey and his his fucking beef with Harden now. It's, it's just... It's hurting the team. Yeah, that's just a problem. Liar. Liar. Lied to him about everything. But Damian Lillard, he could possibly... I was sitting there watching this game. I was like, he's going to always be able to go get... Just be the dominant scoring force on the team. Mm -hmm. I'm like, like, what is keeping Damian Lillard away from, like, entering MVP talks or something? first Bucks celtics matchup, better be a movie. Yeah. Like, this shit... This shit better be crazy. It's just, I mean... He, I think Dave Miller can realistically be somewhere in the MVP talks realm. Yeah, he could throughout the year because it's finally like he's finally not taking the brunt of everything, and like he can just do whatever he wants. Mm. Like he's still dominant from three. He can still shoot, fucking from anywhere. Yeah. Like uh, I don't know. He can still attack the rim. He's still gonna. And he's the point guard. He's still gonna get assists and everything. Like as long as everybody around him is kind of doing their role, like the the Bucks will be really good and he'll be fine. And then he. He's always put up the stats to be an MVP caliber player, but it's always like Portland's like the eighth seed yeah. or the ninth seed. So this is a time where he's going to actually be like a top of the conference, top of the record in the league. And like he's going to put up MVP caliber numbers. And it's like it from the looks of it right now going into the season, it's like Jokic, Giannis, and Tatum. And then like who else is going to enter that realm? Like Damian Lillard Luka can definitely maybe. Yeah, Luka. Luka, Damian Lillard can both enter that realm. Like, even, like, somebody like Steph Curry, who's probably never going to win the award, is always going to get yeah. some kind of recognition for it. There's just so many people that can fucking average, like, almost 30 nowadays. Yeah. Like, back then, you used to not, like, you, you damn near have, like, two players on every team that can go get you 30. I'm mm-hmm. not saying every team, but, like, that's just a crazy thing to think about. It's just like, the cause back then, the yeah, league. Just back then, it was just, you had, like, only a handful of people that could actually get up there, mm-hmm. and they won't even get to 30. Yeah, I mean... 
that'd be something interesting to go through every team and see like okay this guy can go give me 30 like boston legit has 30 like boston legit has you could argue four guys and go give you 30 Jalen drew holidays on the border of that but like Kristaps already did i don't know if he can go get you 30 like consistently oh not 30 yeah but, 25 um, for sure. But I'm just saying, like, a spark, like somebody, he's, oh, if Drew Holiday has, like, 30 oh, points, yeah. I'm not, like, floor no, that no, he no. has it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got, like, Tatum Brown and Drew Holiday and Krista Huffs. Another debut. We can get into the Kristaps Porzingis' debut. Awesome. It's fucking awesome. The, against the Knicks and kind of a revenge game scenario, mm-hmm. even though that was a while See, back I, now. I could talk about both games because we've played twice now. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, that, that first game had me on my... I dropped to my knees when Graham, when Quentin Grimes hit that uh, four point play. that four point play. I, I dropped to my knees in the garage. I was like, "We're washed." I was like, "We are frauds." We really the same Celtics from last year. I was like, "We are frauds," and we were getting killed on the boards and free throws just weren't going. And I feel like Tatum and Porzingis were the only ones doing anything, and it was just crazy because T- I didn't know Porzingis had like that strap. Like, this motherfucker mm-hmm. is pulling up from, like, the parking lot. Like, he, that last one he hit was so deep, like, in the corner or on, like, the wing. And it was, it was awesome. It's super cool to have a stretch five because we have Al, but, like, he's not 7'3 mm-hmm. and can be a huge rim protector and all this stuff. So it's awesome to have him. Uh, I was super interested to see how the starting lineup would work. And Al seems to have no problem being on the bench, uh, which I have no problem with him being on the bench. Yeah, that's fine. And, uh, the be- in the first game, bench was sus. Bench was really ugly. I think we had like six bench points or some eight bench points. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of mm-hmm. turned up in the next game. But, yeah, I mean, the team still looks good. Brown's kind of – he got his stride last night. He played really good last night. Played really bad in the opener. Mm-hmm. And Drew Holiday played really bad in the opener. But his defense helped us a lot. So him, mm-hmm. having him helps a ton. Um, Peyton Pritchard came in and hit these ice-cold free throws. <laughs> To get us going. <clears throat> I think he had like four points. But, I don't know. It's awesome to see. And then flip over. We It's a game we should should have not only won by four. We should have won by a lot more. Then you flip to last night against Miami. A game that, I don't know, we should easily win. We should easily dominate. They, they came out and was torching us right away. They're just, the Miami's a team that's always like. They just gonna, play us hard. They're just going to play you guys. Same we, with the Bucks. Yeah. They always play you guys tough. They just play us hard. It don't matter who Miami has on the court. They're going to play us hard. Yeah. And Jalen Brown finally, like, got it going. Uh, I think he had, like, 20-something. Tatum had 20-something. Um, Drew Holiday was doing really good. That was our home opener. And then Derek White had... Derek White had 26. Yeah. So that's awesome to see. Uh, they're saying that we have maybe the best backcourt, best defensive backcourt in the league. Probably. And I was like, yeah, probably. The Drew. only the only other backcourt that, like, hypothetically I would say could rival that is, like... If like Lonzo like never got hurt with him and Caruso, but that was the only like back backcourt yeah. I could yeah. save defensively. Because we have two two guards that are can easily make all defensive teams. Mm-hmm. We could have four players on our starting lineup make an all defensive team this year. You could, yeah. That is insane to think about. And then if you really wanted to be cool, you could put Kristaps in there. Jesus but he Christ. he won't get it. But Kristaps cool. is for him that situation is a perfect situation you could go and thrive in. Yeah, it's because awesome. Joe Missoula is the complete opposite in Ime Udoka. Ime is more of a defensive-minded. Missoula mm-hmm. is more offensive-minded. And, like, Christoph Porzingis, like, the space you guys have to create is huge. That's like, awesome. Love Robert Williams, but, like, he just can't. He's not spacing the court like Christoph's. No. And Christoph's can also protect the rim a, yep. just a little bit. I'm not even going to say 
better, but just like in a way, Robert Williams can because he's so I would tall. Rather, I would rather take the little less defensive like rim stopping and then gain the three pointer mm-hmm. like consistently. Yeah, yeah. Like because he's taking like six or seven threes a game, mm-hmm. and if Jay Rue can get his three going, Jalen Brown's just been so sus from three. I don't know what his problem is, but he. I think we need to clean up the turnovers. There was a lot of ugly ball being played. That also comes with not having a true a, yeah. point. Well, Drew Holiday's a true point, but it's just when he's not even the one taking the ball up. That's yeah. the problem. It's, when, like, it's whoever gets the yeah. rebound. Like, if you grab the rebound, you're taking just the take ball it. up. Mm-hmm. Like, even Porzingis, like, he'll grab the rebound and just, all right, we're, we're going up court, <laughs> whatever. And then it's usually Tatum or Derek White or something. But, yeah, we need to clean up the... Uh, we need to clean up the rebounding as well. And then our free throws looked really fucking bad. Yeah. That's Especially basically... The, I think that was just in the first thank, game. Thankfully, the Knicks were worse at the free throw line yeah. than us, and that's how we won. But, I don't know. I just go into every game expecting to win. Like, yeah. That's just you how should. it is. You should. Like, there's no game... Unless we... When we play, like, Milwaukee, like, that'll be a game I'll be like, okay, we might... We might you drop, might we might we drop might. one here. Mm-hmm. Be like, all right, whatever. But, yeah, I think it's, it's awesome to see we're 2-0. Um, I know we play tomorrow. I don't know who we play, but we should win. And we don't have people on our team that take breaks. So, we do. We do. <laughs> I do. We got nobody on our team that wants to load manage it. Yeah. But another, just going over like the star debuts, Chris Paul with the Warriors, it's looking a lot better than I... Stinky an, debut. Just bad debut. Bad debut. Bad debut. We didn't, nobody really played great. Yeah. I mean, Chris Paul had a fine game to sit, like stat-wise. Curry's still going to do what he does. I mean, we were a lot better last night than the opener. Mm-hmm. And last night was the bigger takeaway in terms of the full product that I've seen. Like our turnovers when Chris Paul's on the court are just completely different when it's Jordan Poole. Oh yeah. The only things I really took away from last night's game is Steph Curry. You just they the Kings can't do shit with Steph Curry at this point. Um, he shot seventy for fucking percent from three and like seventy five from the field with forty one points. Iced the game even though De'Aaron Fox was mounting yeah, a huge comeback. But it's. It's more so, like, I understand certain aspects of why Steve Kerr has kind of a leash on Kaminga. Because, mm-hmm. like, just watching the game, game starts, Kaminga gets into the game in, like, late first, early second quarter, immediately it's a turnover. Like, dribbles in the traffic, immediately a turnover. And then it's like, I know Jonathan Kaminga can be a very good player in this league, but I understand. Like, I didn't understand it last year because he just wasn't playing him. But a little spurts when he is playing, I understand why Steve Kerr does have a leash on him. Just because some of those decision making he's still super young just kind of hurts i think he doesn't play too into the offense enough and he like there's a play where we're swinging the ball around and Kamini gets to the top of the key in the slot and then gary payton the second wide open in the wing like ready for a catch and shoot opportunity and most with our offense that's a one more easy mm-hmm. wide open three make or miss we take those and then he like dribbles up one pull one dribble pull up mid-range contested and then uh i think it, it was doug rivers on the call he was like yeah, he probably had one more there. He was like, yeah, might have. He had one more <laughs> he there. might have one. It's just some of the decision-making is going to really determine Kamiga's minutes this year, and I can definitely – that was one of my bigger takeaways last night. And then it's like – another takeaway is like one of these ty- one of these days, like Clay Thompson is going to get the rhythm offensively. It's just gonna, He it, is playing himself off so. the Warriors right I now. I hope so. I, I'm, not, I'm not too concerned about it. He's going to figure out. He's going to get going offensively. It's also just like – Without Jordan Poole's scoring, like, Jordan Poole was 20 easy every given night. It's just, like, who is going to be that secondary scoring option consistently next to Curry? Because it's really either 
Clay Thompson or Wiggins, that needs to be that. And that Wiggins, Wiggins looked even playing. Wiggins looked bad in that opener too. Yeah, Wiggins looked bad. Wiggins, that we also had hella problems with foul trouble in that opener because Wiggins had like four fouls in the middle of the third quarter. That's something with us as well. We had really big just, foul it, trouble yesterday. It's as well. just bad foul trouble. And then Wiggins, Wiggins is gonna get still give me elite level defense. And like I'm not too worried about Wiggins. It's more so the consistency of Clay Thompson. It's just the shot selection. Just forcing way too many looks when, like, he could easily get a better look. Like, you have Chris Paul on the court. You have Steph Curry on the court. Like, these one-dribble fadeaways in the in the corner. Like, it's just some of the Fire. shots. It's just some of the shot selection from Clay Thompson, and I think, is another reason why he's out of rhythm. It's because he's – pressure's on. It's a contract year for him. He's not extended. I think that's more so messing with him, that this is a team he's been with his whole career, and they didn't extend him before the season. Mm-hmm. Now he's in this limbo that he really hasn't been in all of his career with the same team. And it, I feel like the pressure is just starting to get to him a little bit, and he's starting to force and like try to force his way to feel proven and still feel like he's a valuable player to the team. I have no doubt that he's going to get it going at some point in the season. Like we play Houston tomorrow. Clay Thompson, DMD average is like thirty against Houston. I'm gonna have my one of my Ben Simmons level takes. Oh, Clay Thompson will not get it together. I think he'll be fine. What is not getting together though for Tam- Clay well, Thompson? I don't just not. I don't think good. he's going to ever get to that point where he's a valuable player to your team anymore. You think he's just going to be like, like a role a, player? Like a super valuable uh, I was player. Say he's just a role. Yeah, he's, he's a role player or not on your team. I think that's next perfectly year. fine for Clay. Like, Clay Thompson's one of the best shooters in the league. It's he's just a, his he's shot selection. my list. He's like, instead of I think like, he's going to leave the list of if you shoot a three. So instead of like 18 it's going points in. a game, like more like, like 12. Ooh, 12, 13. I think he'll, oh, with, with his volume of shots that he takes, he'll always be around like 15 to 18. Because he shoots a lot. He shoots a, game. a lot. He just misses a lot. It's, I just so, think it's it's only two games. Overreaction. It's more so, like I said, kind, be, of, he'll kind of the okay. pressure. I this think is a safe space. Yeah, just, I you think, say whatever we need. I think I think he'll end up turning it around at some point. He'll be fine, especially when we get Draymond back, another playmaker on the court. Because he had, and I'm interested to see the fit with him and Chris Paul. Because I, I I liked Chris Paul. Like he's a steady. People say what they want. He's just a steady guy like i know what i'm getting from chris paul every single night he's not going to turn the ball over mm-hmm. he's going to help everybody else get open shots and like the offense just feels a lot more steady because with jordan pool love jordan pool miss jordan pool but you never know what you were going to get with yeah. jordan Poole it really feels like you guys court. took the trade off I'll, we'll have this more steady calm offense and take a little bit mm-hmm. less scoring and when, when our problems, like, yeah, when Curry was out of the lineup, Jordan Poole was giving us 25-plus a game, but Jordan Poole was also, Giving it was inefficient, six turnovers. Six turnovers. <laughs> like, we just needed another steady, like, ball handler that can really control the pace of the game. And I understand, I love and hate the trade because Jordan Poole, the age difference is just Not, huge. Yeah. But I like the fit that I'm seeing with Chris Paul already with the mm-hmm. team because we, that's something we haven't really had, another strong dominant guard. And then you see how it benefits Curry because when they're on the court at the same time, Curry can really just get off mm-hmm. and not have to worry about getting everybody yeah, else we, involved. We knew Curry was going to do good because he could just be off the ball now, mm-hmm. and like he's not the primary brawl handler and everything. So what Chris Paul had like ten assists last night or something. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's just that's what Chris Paul. Does. Chris Paul's going to give me like he's going to give you twelve to fourteen, fourteen and eleven, mm-hmm. and then like he'll give me like a random like four rebounds. Yes. Like it's I know what I'm getting from Chris Paul. That's why I like the fit. And then like. On Sacramento's side, I mean, you just couldn't stop Steph Curry. In the it's third just so quarter. hard to stop Steph Curry. Like the the Warriors' third quarter is Death, crazy. Taxes and, and the Warriors', Warriors third, third quarter. quarter. Like it's just gonna. It don't matter how much you're up at halftime. Like mm-hmm. you better be ready for that third quarter because the Warriors are gonna come out spraying. The and old, it's crazy. He had, he had what thirty eight last night. Fox. Yeah, 
Fox at 39. 36 or something. 39. Curry at 41. Goddamn. Like, he's he's trying. And then, there, I don't know, be, you, I'm not worried. I, I am liking what I'm seeing from Keegan Murray. Yeah. Way, he looks good. Way more aggressive yeah. this mm-hmm. year than he was last year, and that just makes sense. Well, they got, they got nothing from Kevin Huter. No. And then, I'm guessing they probably got nothing from their bench if... Like they were getting blown out at that point. They were getting blown out. Then, then they, they, they made back. a little comeback. They made, made a little. Made a little. We were watching it max. Yeah. So, only overreaction I have from just Warriors looking at my team's perspective is, you gotta you gotta have Clay Thompson or Andrew Wiggins really get going offensively. That's the only overreaction. But I think I think shit's gonna be really cleaned up when we get Draymond back because Draymond's just another. Draymond will help defend long. defender at that fucking forward spot. He does everything for us mm-hmm. in our system. So once we get him back, I don't even know when he's supposed to come back. He'll probably come back within the next couple weeks or so. Probably like next week he'll be able to play because he had the angle sprain in like early this month. He was like on the call for the first game and he was yeah. talking like he was <laughs> yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. so he'll, he'll he'll be back. That'll be it'll be fun. But out of the major debuts, MB, mm. the loudest I've seen San Antonio in fucking a decade. You got a fucking a primetime game yeah. from San Antonio and Mavs. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that, that was after the Celtics game? Yeah. And that, that it was electric. Mm-hmm. It was game, San Antonio yeah. was up. Like, they, all right, realistically, they weren't going to win that game. No. Like, they, they made it interesting, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it, they came down to the wire, but they just were not. The Mavs were the, are the better team. Mm-hmm. And, like, the Spurs still got a lot to kind of figure out. Like, I don't know if I can accept Devin Vassell being my second main scorer. On that team, I don't think I can. So, all right, actually, you're probably your first at some points. Yeah. And then, yeah, the Jeremy Socon yeah. thing, playing point guard. I don't know how I feel about it. I yet. don't know how. I think I like it. I just don't know how I feel about it because he's how tall is he? Like six nine. I say he's like six nine. He can get rebounds. Damn. Hate his fucking free throws. What is his problem? Why does he <laughs> shoot with one hand? Like, I, I get it, you suck at free throws, just practice. Just try. <laughs> like, you have an open facility 24-7, just go shoot a thousand free throws. Like, I don't know, it's so crazy, but, yeah, Victor is God. This man, what, if he wouldn't have got in that early foul trouble in that Mavs game, like, he probably could have gone for a good 25, 22. Like, when, when he came down and smacked that three, I was like, damn. I was like, this league, this league better change. Mm-hmm. I was like, this. we're all really watching, like, a... Of like a weird change in the NBA of these big guys, these like overseas guys coming in and just tearing it up. Yeah, like yeah. just because they've played like so much, they've played that style. Like, and then they say it's even harder over there. So, like when Trey Sampson gets in the league, Sheesh. like damn, like he gonna take He's over. A- like he gonna take over. But yeah, Spurs. I mean, they're still gonna be bad. Yeah, uh, Mavs. They looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. They got they a lot. Of, been good they got the a lot of games. production from uh, their young guys, like their, and their new guys, like Derek Lively, who yeah, played Derek very good, good off the bench. He in their first two games. Grant, Grant Williams, Williams looks like is helping fit. them a lot. Like Kyrie's still doing his thing. You're like, still gonna know what you're gonna get from Tim Hardaway Jr. off your bench. Luca is Jesus. Luca is Luca. Yeah. Him last night, forty nine and like ten. Zero turnovers. Zero turnovers, Zero turnovers which is probably crazy. the first time he's ever done that in his career. And then like. And also, that's why I was kind of the Mavs had the highest range for me because we didn't know how the supporting pieces were going to do around them, but they look like great fits. They look still, fine right now. I still think they could also add another piece. Yes, I think Josh Green's really going coming into himself offensively, and then just looking at Derek Lively, I mean, he's the perfect fit next mm-hmm. to Luca and Kyrie, and then like he can just do it all. Like I mean, he doesn't even have to shoot the three. Yeah, like he can be in. He's getting rebounds like easily. Like he's a lob threat. 
which is awesome because they don't really have like a lob threat. Mm-hmm. So Luca can kind of throw it up to him or Kyrie can. Like he's a good person to have in when Kyrie's in with that second unit. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I said something in the group chat. I was like, you think the Mavs are crazy enough to have a unit without Kyrie and Luca on the floor? No. I was like, that's that's sick. No. That's sick. No. That lineup will be crazy. We, we don't even have that lineup because when we start the game, Chris Paul comes out at like the eight minute mark and uh-huh. then like we'll end the quarter where like Curry plays the whole first and then plays a little bit in the second. But so like the, Ma- the Mavs can't afford to have one of them not in and the you, game. And like, why would you even like do that? Yeah, well, like you you can the only split thing the I minutes could, enough. The only thing I can think of is like if they get in foul trouble. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know. Mavs they surprised me. Mavs are looking good. really good. They look good. I mean, they have also played the Nets and the Spurs. Yeah. But Nets are Nets are on a pushover. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Luca iced that fucking game. Yeah. Both of them. He bo- iced both games actually. One thing I'll say about the Nets, Ben Simmons looks. Solid. He looks, looks solid. like he looks solid. He looks fine. Yeah, like, yeah. he looks. He looks just, if you give me that to start the season, and like you can consistently get better at it, like we're fine. Because they have, because they didn't have Cam Johnson he, he started? last night. Yeah. Wow. Because they didn't have Cam Johnson last night, and like he, Ben Simmons, like he creates so many open shots for them, mm-hmm. and like he's gonna be if he can consistently give you like eight, nine, and like twelve and. Some of those, he's, he's going to get you a lot of assists. Yes, he's going to be very valuable, and his defense has taken a step up. He just looks a lot more comfortable and better this year. But another team, like we just talked about, not having this guy off the court or having these two guys on the court is the Phoenix Suns, Jesus. who have had Devin Booker, looked very good on Tuesday against the Warriors, even though that was just a sloppy game both sides. And then you go, and then he's out, Bradley Beal's out who played every single preseason game. Now Bradley Beal's dealing with a back problem. Devin Booker has, like, a toe problem. Mm-hmm. Kevin, Kevin Durant did everything he could to try to yeah. beat the Lakers. Yeah, he did. And oh, then, my God. I know you guys are supposed to have Devin Booker and Bradley Beal on this team, obviously, but, like, the bench is looking very hit or miss at the moment. Bench I, is looking sussy sus. It looks sus, but, like, bro, we're, like... I don't even know. I saw the the unit we had. Like you were just talking about, you can't have a unit without Kyrie. Yeah, yeah I we, I saw a unit with no KD on the floor. Oh God! <laughs> it was like Jordan when Goodwin. Eric Gordon's your best player. D- yes, or Nurkic yes. or something. No, not even Nur- they had Nurkic on the bench. Oh my God! Was, so you're you, talking it was like Drew Eubanks, yeah, Yuta Udenabe, Gordon, Eric Gordon, and like Goodwin. A Kogi wasn't on oh, there. Go- Goodwin Jesus. and maybe Grayson Allen. It just see that's the good awful. thing about like my team just having. Four all stars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn near five all stars as my starters. Like someone is gonna be in that game, right? No matter what, like that I can lean on. Out of your role players, I do like Josh Kogi. Josh Kogi, he's playing really great. good. He he's looks awesome. Great. He was with you guys. Has he been with you guys the past two years now? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's uh, been. He wasn't in in crunch time. Jordan Goodwin was in, crazy instead. Don't know why. I don't he's even know ass. who Jordan Goodwin is. He's I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. I I heard I saw a Goodwin and I was like. I, I actually don't know who that is. He's not good. So he had like fifteen points against the Lakers, but like, but like <laughs> he shot a lot of shots for no reason. Nurkic has looked better than I anticipated. Nurkic was in foul trouble yeah. against yeah. the Lakers. That first game, game against you great. guys, he, was he looked really good. Mm-hmm. He was just really doing good on the boards, and he uh, he looked like Jokic out there. He was shooting threes, bro. Like it, he's doing everything. It sucks because you either have like a team like this that has three stars and the bench looks really thin. Cause, but if you have those three stars, then you're going to have two all-stars on the court mm-hmm. plus at all times. But all it takes is for like, trouble. A, like a, a, Devin a, 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 like a, like an injury to one of your three. And then you're like looking like last year with like, yeah. you have two star star player, like top 10 player plus, And then you're like, our bench is thin because this person gets hurt. Knock on wood injuries never happen. But like, 
is this the reality of the situation? Like, if the Suns are fully healthy, they're obviously a good title contender, but if they're missing one of the three, then you're like, mm-hmm. are they better than, like, the Mavs now? Because the Mavs are looking like a better, well-rounded team. Are they better than a Sacramento mm-hmm. or definitely not even a Denver? Because Denver's just looking like they're above the Denver's league right now. Denver's yeah. everybody. Yeah. And it's like... You have to have all three healthy to really be title contenders. I mean, at the end of the day, that's why they are doing this. Yeah. Is to have them all healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not putting too much stock into these games, but, like, turnovers look awful. I, we're probably top. we got to be, like, top three. In that's the what happens turnovers. when you don't really have we a We don't really have one. a point guard. Yeah. yeah and you guys um, really don't have a true. They all got Eric Gordon running the one. Hell yeah. I, I don't moment. even know who our backup one technically is. If it's yeah. that Goodwin it's guy. It's Goodwin. <sighs> See, that's why I didn't understand, like, just not... Just, Bringing back give, campaign, yeah. Like why? Did, yeah, I don't know. Like, and then it's like you bring in all these like project role player kind of guys, and like, like you couldn't get a backup point guard, just somebody steady. They with signed the ball. Bobo. Like you got Bobo, Bobo. you got Bobo for like no reason. You're not playing him. I knew you guys were gonna play him. He probably was on his phone. Yeah, on, the on his phone. And then you, so when you guys got rid of Cameron Payne, I really like. I was like, all right, they're all in on a Bradley Beal, Devin Booker. Being I was the okay point with getting rid of campaign. I just wanted somebody to take his place. Yes, yeah, like that. You guys didn't get nobody at that actual point guard spot. I like Eric Gordon, but Eric Gordon's so out of. He's his, not a point guard. He's, he's so out yeah, of his he, role he's right taking now. Like fifth, he's taking like fifteen shots. Well, he like, is manning him and the Tim offense. Hardaway are he's fighting for like they don't want to win. These motherfuckers go in there and just don't want to win. And, but, like, the one thing... Well, against the Lakers, when you don't have Booker and Beal, somebody's got to shoot those shots. But, like, it's just he's so far out of his role because they haven't played more of a point guard role right now. And you guys don't have any backup, sort of, like, that you're looking to at mm-hmm. all. So you're really relying on Bradley Beal and D-Book to really be the point guard. Yeah. But In both games, we've had, like, a 10-minute span where we've scored less than five points. Yeah, you guys should have so, handily won the game against the Lakers. You guys let them back 100%. in. 100%. You guys, just, even without Book and Beal, like the Lakers, even look super, super shaky still. Mm-hmm. Like I just hopping into the opposite side of that game, like looking at the Lakers, like the Braun minutes restriction just is like it needs to happen. But like you're gonna be in so many games where like it's I'm where, sorry, where you can't. Yes, he said that he couldn't do it. He, had, he played 35 minutes against us, and then it's like. You're having a minutes restriction, but there's gonna be a lot of games where, you, if like, if you don't have Braun on the court in the second quarter, like, You're it could the win. game could be over in the yeah, third yeah. quarter. Like, this sucks because they have to have him on that minutes restriction. I understand it. I'm not against it. Guys, mm-hmm. how old is LeBron now? Thirty eight. Thirty eight. He's Old, about to be oldest. 39. He's the oldest player in the league now because mm-hmm. Iggy retired. Yeah. It's just suck because like it's just you're getting too much inconsistent play from Anthony Davis. Like it just is. It's I'm not. Gonna, you're getting the same it's Anthony so Davis. Crazy. You're always like, gonna he get. Drops, like we could just get into the Lakers at this yeah. point. Like he goes into that first game, 17 first half points. AD's back, baby. Doesn't Let's go score. against Denver. Doesn't score, and the game is still close. Like it's not like they're getting blown out or anything. Like mm-hmm. very odd. I don't understand it. Then he comes out against you guys and drops 30, which is also crazy. Because I know KD, I, or not KD, I know AD can do that. I know he can do it every game. It's just not consistent. It's just not consistent. Like, And then you, they're going to go play like the fucking, it, the Spurs always just come to mind. The Spurs. And then AD's going to drop fucking 15 points. Yeah. That's why I don't like the Braun minutes restriction. Because you have too many <clears throat> inconsistent players that you're relying on. You're relying on D'Lo, who's always been an inconsistent God, player. God, what a... You're relying on Austin Reeves to really be your third option on this championship team. I think I've, they moved D'Lo at the deadline. I think you have should. to. I think, I think you, you have, have to. To I the Suns, fuck. No, you guys need no. a point guard? Go get him. I wouldn't even like that no. fit. Defensively, he, y'all would he, be... Y'all would, he's you a, think he would want to come off the bench, though? No. Yeah, I'll say I think, yeah, I think no, that's a big no, reason why he's no, starting no. now. Go to the Raptors. 
that's a ooh. they already did got Dennis Schroeder did Shorter. I cook Dennis Schroeder Dennis Schroeder Dennis alright alright he said his PNA two straight games he didn't hit it last night trust me I was on it he didn't hit it last night I was on it Nah, but I mean, it's just looking at the, they're they're relying on too many inconsistent players. I felt like this was coming in to the season. Like, it's always oh, this is AD's team now, and it never fucking is. It's always going to be Bron's team as long yeah. as Bron is on the Lakers. It's always his team. I don't like to hear that it's AD's team because he's too inconsistent to really prove that. And then Austin Reeves is somebody who's still super up and down. Yes, he had a good year last he year. He is also being like super. I don't know, it looks like he's just so hesitant to shoot threes and stuff. Like he's still gonna give you the uh like flail and he'll get your free mm-hmm. throws and whatever. But yeah, they, they need him to jump to like twenty seven. I think that, a I game. think that's what they were anticipating. Yeah, I think it's only been two games. It is. It's only been two games. I think but. Chandler Parsons said something about it when he was like on a talk show or something, they were talking about the Lakers and he was like it's not crazy to think that this is the best you're gonna see out of Austin Reeves. Like this isn't Austin. I wouldn't. I also wouldn't put Austin Reeves in the category of like he's gonna take a t- jump to like 20, 22, 24 points a game. No. I just don't no. think that's how who he I is. I think he can get to like nineteen and twenty though, like on a consistent basis. Especially if LeBron's taking the minute restriction. Mm-hmm. Like, I just think he can. I think he just needs to start taking over. Like they need to have him in with that. They don't second even group. Like, be getting him the ball that much. That's what I mean. That's why he needs to get in there with the second group when he's in there with like. Uh, like Gabe Vincent and like Cam Reddish and everything, like put Reddish or put Reeves in there, and then throw in like, fuck, I don't know, maybe have Braun in there, whatever. Yeah. That then did like just have Rui. Them. Rui, yeah, I was just say perfect. Like have all them go in there, and then let let him try to go crazy. Like I don't know, it's tough because you see like them being down in that game pretty much all game until. What happened? LeBron said, I'm the fucking point guard. Get mm-hmm. out of my way. Yeah, it was all straight pick and rolls. Video. Uh, what did he say? He, he told D'Lo. You told know him. I can run point, right? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> you know I can, I can run, run the point, point right? right? But Not that, the video of D'Lo. He's like, hey, I'm going to be oh. open on the pick and fade. Like, I'm always going to be there. He's like, all right, all right, word. And then they do the pick and fade, and D'Lo just shot a three. <laughs> and he fucking missed. <laughs> it's, it's like, because that's how they got back in the game. And, like, LeBron going downhill. Like, you can't, you can't stop, stop it. You can't it. do no, it. He's either going, he might be 38 years old. He'll he'll boom on you. I saw him up the engine, I was like, "Fuck!" When he said he when he teased no. up at the third, like or at the three point line, yeah. like the one power dribble, yeah, like, boom, that's going, it's going in. It's just it sucks because that's how that's the Lakers at their best is when LeBron's getting downhill, creating for others. When you have LeBron at the point guard, I ha- I just I'm not a fan of D'Lo with the lineup. I just I just think he's too inconsistent, too up and down. And he's not giving you enough defensively. I just didn't like... He becomes like the focal point of the offense. Yes. I hate it. D'Lo? Yes. Yeah. He becomes like the guy, and I hate it. Because if, if you're it. not getting a valuable game out of Anthony Davis consistently throughout the entire game, and you have LeBron on a man's restriction, I'm like... You you start to worry. Like I know it's still like early in the season, but if you're gonna have the minutes restriction on Braun and you have inconsistent play from everybody else, like what are we? This Lakers team is either gonna look really good or really bad. Mm-hmm. And in their first two games, honestly, they've looked really bad. A team that really only had Kevin Durant hooping. Kevin Durant hooped. You still have the entire Lakers roster healthy. You should take care of the Suns that night. I'm sorry, you should. Without booking Bradley Beal, the Lakers should have mm-hmm. easily took care of that game, but they didn't. They still won that game because of heroics from Braun. And even against Denver, even they still with the whole new roster, Denver still looked at a level level or two above the Lakers, mm-hmm. and that just comes down to like you can't have the men's restriction and you can't have Andy be inconsistent. Mm-hmm. You got to pick and choose. It's either you take away the men's restriction or Anthony or, Davis yeah. plays consistently. Mm-hmm. You can't have both of them. So that's just the little 
spread I've had. It's going to be a long term problem. Yes. I think if they don't figure it out. And it's like then it's to, to the point where like because I feel like continuity has a lot to do with championship level teams. Like Denver's had that lineup forever. Now mm-hmm. at this point, even though throughout the injuries, like at the deadline, now it's going to be like. What piece are you really yeah. getting to like really at the trade deadline compete with a Denver, uh, like a Golden State if they keep it going, a Memphis when they get back going, a Phoenix? Like, what what pieces are you getting to like really? All right, now we can really hone in on Bron getting ready for the playoffs. Like, what are, what are we? There's nothing star you're gonna go get at the deadline. No, like there's just isn't. You just extended D'Lo and Austin Reeves. I think you mm-hmm. just gotta you gotta get rid of D'Lo. Like it's just you don't even at this point you don't even need. Uh, like a player, like I think you just get rid of him. Like he, you don't need him. You just get him out. You have Vincent and Reeves who can run the point. Like even and then Braun wants to run the point. Like D'Lo has shown nothing from last year to this year that he even wants to play they have basketball. Too many people that need like, the, yeah, like he looks people, really bad. Too many people that need the ball in their hands. That's what I mean. Like why? I it was cool when they first got him back. You know the reunion and everything. Mm-hmm. He was doing decent, and then Russ was still there and everything. But like. Just like Russ, you just move on. Like, if they're not playing good, just move on. I just think they need... They're also, like, small. Like, you have AD, but, like, your bench big... Christian Wood. Like, Christian... I like Christian Wood. Listen, Christian Wood, I like him off the bench. Yeah, so do I. I like him him and AD on the court together. Their bench is not... It's not It's not awful. It's not... It just depends on if they're going to do stuff. Yeah. Like, on paper, really good bench. You got uh, Wood, Reddish, Vincent, and then, what? Rory. uh, Rory. Then you have... Torian Prince who starts. Torian Prince starts for some reason. I I get I it because he was hooping a game the first he game. Play, they played. He yeah. put up a stinker yeah. last night or whatever they played. He, didn't he actually anything. did nothing. Yeah. Like, I, I think had he, it for one plus three. He yeah, he did nothing. So I think I I see why he starts because they want Rui off the bench. Yeah, and like I would want Rui off the bench. Then Torian, Torian Prince, Prince as well. also he does bring better space and like we said, two and he's a de- better defender than yeah. Rui. So I I understand. Yeah. I I think they need to go get another big because I think who's their backup five. Wood Jackson Hayes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They have him too. Jackson, Jackson like, Hayes. Wood. That's yeah. not. It's what? not. Put put the pieces together, Lakers. Like it's not. What is going on? It's you not, have good players. I think. I just don't think Jackson Hayes. I think Jackson Hayes is a project still, but I think they need somebody where like because remember when AD was at his best, they had Dwight Howard, Javale yeah. McGee. So you put AD at the four where he can just work. That's where you want AD. Just go be aggressive. Don't worry about defensively. Just mm-hmm. go. We need you to be aggressive, but like. I understand, like, the parts where, like, he's you want him to be an aggressive part of the offense, but you also need him to do everything you need defensively. Mm-hmm. And, like, and even in against that game one in, against Denver, you're looking at him, he has to guard Jokic the whole fucking game, and you still want 30 out of him. Yo, guarding Jokic is already hard enough for him because Jokic Wait, is so are we talking about? AD guarding yeah, Jokic. Yeah. He's already so hard enough. It's so hard, it drains him. And then, God forbid, he gets in foul trouble guarding somebody because then you want him to give you 30, but you also want him to give you elite depoy level defense which Anthony Davis is always going to give you but it's to the point you got to pick it's like you got to pick and choose and they don't really have another big option mm-hmm. that's going to come in there and give you defensive production like that mm-hmm. like Christian Wood go in there and give you 15 easy he but don't, he don't shoot they don't have another backline defender like that mm-hmm. and I think that also hurts AD because AD has to be the focal point defensively because I don't really like this team defensively like that no because you gotta look like who like they have their guards aren't stopping anybody. I'm sorry, like D Lo no. can say he wants to be Derek White all he wants. It's just a, like I actually thought he was kidding when no. he said that. I thought the fake like NBA Central uh, page posted that on Twitter, and I put it in the group chat, and I actually thought he was joking. 
Which is that's just a crazy statement. Say you want to be like Derek White. <laughs> I want to be like Derek White. I want to be like Derek White. That is what D'Angelo. I Russell understand is what he's saying. So it's just from the defensive. Just end. more of an all around. Yeah. Kind of player. He's bald as fuck. <laughs> he's so bald. I love I, it. I don't know. The, the Lakers obviously like kind of just talking about overreactions a little bit, but their overreactions that I have for them are kind of like glaring roster issues uh-huh. that are looking like they're going to be a problem. You know who's being a problem? The Hawks. What are they doing? What are we doing? From our I've done this overreactions, mm-hmm. like two games in, but DeJounte and Trey look like shit. Yeah, they got. They got like. Now I'm not gonna say embarrassed, but they lost to a team in the Hornets that should not even be on their level, and it was because Trey Young and Dejounte Murray were single-handedly losing them that game. Trey Young was shooting awful. Dejounte Murray was doing nothing, and Cardio Capella was out there doing his thing, getting rebounds and shit. <laughs> so it's just very scary to see. That's how the Hawks could look with yeah. them just not gelling. It's just. Just slow start to the season for your two main guys. I hope so because I'm a big Trey Young. Guy. Yeah, yeah, I am too. I think he's a honestly numbers wise, he's an MVP caliber player. He's, he's awesome. It's just I think there's slow start to the season, and I think they're still. I think they're gonna ramp it up at some point, but slow start. I just, I think him and Dejounte are still trying to figure it out. Kind of like well, how Garland and see, Mitchell I, start I don't trying even to think figure I can out. Give them that excuse because they had all last year. They had all last year. They did. It's like just, it's just there's no more. You're in your second season with the gang. Like, who who gonna run the point? Who's gonna be the shooter? <laughs> who's gonna go do this and that? Like, I didn't even see what was their actual starting lineup. It was Trey Young, Dejounte, Sadiq Bay, Capella. There, and... like even, bro. Now I'm getting pissed off. Now I'm looking at last night. I thought they won last night. No, they didn't. They lost to the Knicks. So I mean, you're getting just. God awful shooting from Trey Young. Four for sixteen last night. Two for five from three. Like take away these free throws, he has a stinker of a game. Mm-hmm. Like or he has ten points. Dejounte also eighteen points. Eight for seventeen. Like from the field. I don't know. I like them starting Sadiq Bay. I think he should start. Yeah. It makes them losing John Collins. He should go into that role. And but he's what you want. He's a better shooter. He gave you nothing yesterday. He gave you cardio. He had 25 minutes, five points. He only took four mm-hmm. shots. And I don't know. It just it started to scare me. They're 0 2 now. And I just want to see. I know Trey Young is awful at defense. He's not a defensive guy, but DeJounte Murray is. So I don't know why they should be like Jalen Brunson giving them 31 last night and RJ Barrett giving them over 25 is a crime. Like, how is that? hoops to start the season. Yeah, yeah, two It's games. so crazy. Like, Maple Mamba. I've been an R.J. Barrett guy. Me too, I really but have. I didn't think it was going to work out. Yeah, I would say overreaction. Overreaction, the Hawks need to figure the fuck out. Two two teams that I'm worried about. Sleeper team is, is the Hawks. Because I was, I was kind of looking over. getting any minutes? Who? Onyeka Konkwu? Yeah, uh, getting any minutes Yeah, he is. He, yep, he played 20 last night. Okay. Only teams that I'm worried about a little bit is Hawks a little bit. But their stuff is more so they just need their stars to play better. I'm worried about the Hawks. Another team I'm I'm really worried about is Memphis. Like like yeah. without these twenty five games are might be brutal. Like you it's have crazy. I, I didn't think it was gonna be this bad. Desmond Bain's playing really good. And it's not like they're playing bad, it's just they don't have 
shot creation. You're losing Ja. I You're mean, losing Ja, Steven Adams, Brandon Clark, Luke Kennard's Kennard, not playing. Santi Aldama's not playing. Yeah, like, like you have, I and get it, you're going to be like, Santi Aldama, but yeah. he's, he'll come off the bench. <laughs> like, he's a player. Like, yes. they need to use him. Yeah. He, they use him. Like, it's not like they don't. So, and looking at these games, like, I get it. You played the Pelicans, who we're, we're high on the Pelicans, who always have been. And then they only lost by seven, and then you only lose by four to the Nuggets last night. It's just those so close games without they're the in games. Yeah. yeah, it's just they're not finishing, and I don't know why the Nuggets let them sit around for so long. But they had was it, one, two, three, four, five, six people in double digits last night for the Grizzlies. Damn. And then they play Washington tonight. What, that that they should have be to win. Yeah, they should. <laughs> they this should be a win they on should the road. Probably Second win. night of a back to back though. Like, but D Rose getting. Consistent minutes in 2023 is a crazy statement. I but think I get it. He has to because Jaw's not there. If this if this roster is fully healthy, they're a top three team roster wise. Like you have Jaw, Smart, Bain, Triple J, Stephen Adams. Now you don't have Stephen Adams for the whole yeah, year. Yeah, he's out for the yeah. year. And even and they were really good last year without Jaw with Stephen Adams. And then you take Stephen Adams out of the equation, who's one of the better rebounds, the rebounders in the league. One of the best, yeah. yeah and like, one, like people don't understand like the importance of like somebody like Stephen Adams and like just his screen setting ability to help Jaw get downhill. Like it's it's crazy. Like people don't Stephen Adams isn't a flashy name, but the impact he has, the small shit that he does. Yes. Yeah. Like he allows Jaron Jackson to really be a help side defender because Stephen Adams takes the big man assignments. It's, just, it's yep. so tough because like this is like a perfect example. If like they had Jaw, like they probably win that game against the Nuggets. Yeah. Because Desmond Bain played very bad. He did not. He had 15 points, but he shot four for 17. But that's also Desmond Bang being the, the focal only offensive yeah, he, point. That's what I mean. He's the if you have another guy like who's because Jock can give you 30. He's gonna give you 30, 35. Mm-hmm. Like I get it. You got 20 from Marcus Smart, which is fucking insane. Marcus Smart had a very good game. Yeah, he had three threes, seven for 13, and then Jaron Jackson gave you 21. But uh, you need Jaw. You yeah. need Jaw. So yeah, these twenty five games might if might they be can rough. if they can hover like with how close hover, everything hover around five hundred yes if if they can be fine because with how close it ends up being like when we get to like February March and it's like one two game difference is the difference between the one and seven seed and shit like that like it's gonna be very interesting if they can hover around five hundred I'm worried now because I don't know if they will be able to maintain that mm-hmm. with how they, I've seen them look these first two games and like you're obviously not playing with John Morant who's all NBA level point guard. And then you're missing Steven Adams and all your role players and everything like that. So I expect them to kind of look the way they do. But you don't want to get into a spot where you get job back and you're like six, you're seven games below 500. Yeah, yeah, you're in a hole. And with like with how deep the West is, that's not saying even with Jai, you're just automatically out. winning a lot of yeah. these games. Yeah. Like there's still going to be super tough games. I think that they at, have that, to play. at that point, if you're just playing like if you're if the uh, like if you have like a if you're digging yourself a hole like. At that point, you just play like, all right, we're just, we have to make the playoffs. Yeah. Like, we yeah. have to, like, make the play in. Yeah. And at least give yeah. us a chance. There are teams yeah. where, like, if they were to, like, be a play in team, because I had them, I had, I'm to... pretty sure I had them making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But if they're, everybody probably, yeah. Did. If they're a team that can get into the play in, I like their chances against anybody. Oh, in the yeah. Play-in especially in the play in. And if they can get, they're not going to have Steven Adams the whole year, but if you get Ja and, like, say you go get maybe a, a better big than Xavier Tillman. I like Xavier Tillman. He's, he's more of a he's bench. He's playing he's good. Not, yeah. He's more of a bench guy because he's yeah. undersized at the five. And mm-hmm. when when you have Jaron Jackson, who is known to get in foul trouble, I think having an undersized five kind of hurts you. But if they can go in and just, like, make a plan, I like their chances. And if they get healthy and you're a top seed, you do not want to play Memphis. Like, no, in the first no, round. no, 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 no. Because – 
them defensively, they're going to be stout once they get everything right and get everything back. Like, they're going to be good. It's just, mm-hmm. can, like, where will they end up being when they Ja does mm-hmm. eventually come back? And I know Ja's going to definitely have some rust because of the missing 25 games and shit like that, but I think they'll be fine. I'm a little worried about their start without Ja. Yeah. Because a lot of people were like, oh, they were fine. The narrative. So oh, they'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, they're fine. without. They were great without Ja. Look at who they had. You had Tyus Jones. They had a best, bad stretch of games, too. Like, yeah, they just played bad teams. Yeah, yeah, Tyus Jones, who was the best backup point guard in the league, and then you put him in the starting role, he does absolutely fine. You had Steven Adams for a stretch when Ja was out. Like, you had Brandon Clark before Ja was out. Like, yeah. you had a fuller roster, and that kind of just hurts them mm-hmm. because you're missing all those guys. That, they're the only team I'm worried about because a lot of it is – Waiting on Ja to come back, and now you don't have Steven Adams. So now it's like, now it's tough. It really is. And the, they might end up getting just like fucked over. Yes. And not be able to make the playoffs. Because with the way. Just with the, how the West is. Yeah, with right. how deep the West is, there's legit like. Because this man, John, want to show around his guns and like, stuff. What around, like, what happens if they go around and like win like less than 10 of these games? Like, Fuck. they start out like. They like start nine, like nine six, and. Yeah, what is it, nine and 16? Nine and 16. I mean, I'm like, not. You can come not back. Too, yeah, I guess that's like, not too it's pretty. Crazy, it's pretty easy to like come back. Like you started out two and ten, and that yeah. team, yeah, yeah. The yeah. conference finals. Yeah. So it, it doesn't matter. I mean, the Heat prove it they every can, year. Can, where you, where you go in the playoffs might not matter. Yeah, I think the, or where you start basically Memphis has a better roster. It than just depends on how you go, Vegas. like how you finish. Like mm-hmm. so, yeah, like Miami or not Miami. Uh, L. A. started like fucking terrible last year, mm-hmm. and then you just get it going. I think the Mem- Memphis can definitely get it going whenever Jock can come back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not... As long as he just doesn't keep up his antics. He's stupid again. Um, So a lot of discussion has been around... Just an argument. We were talking about it last night, actually. Um, OKC. OKC has a very high range, depending on who you talk to. Depending on Depending on who, where you put them at in the Western Conference. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, it's either it's too early for them, or people are too high on them. So... They had... We were talking about it, about the draft compensation and what they do have to work with front office wise mm-hmm. what star do you think could possibly come become available because it's to the point where they're cutting a lot of their draft picks because they just don't have room roster room like is there a star that you see becoming available in the next year or two and it, it really depends on this year how good they are because they're like a fringe playoff team like six seven then you're like okay we, if we get one more piece around shea check giddy if giddy depending on who you go get what star fits them the best? A f- as a fit? Oh, as a fit? I don't know. Or, like, what star do you think would, you like, would like to see? I'm trying to think of people who are, who are, like, up on contracts and stuff. Like, who would even be available? Like, you don't want Harden. No, no, no. That's, that's I'm the, thinking that'd be the worst They thing. have the draft capital to where if a young... They're thinking young. They're not thinking like established. Mitchell D-Mitch. is the only person I can kind of think that... Like him and Shay, Jesus. The only reason I, because I thought of him like before the yeah. pod, thinking about it. The only reason I wouldn't say him, because he just wants to go play in New York. I think that's just evident. Yeah. Because he hasn't signed the extension with Cleveland. He's not gonna, if they, if they do, gonna leave. if they have the same year they do next year, like which sucks for the, Cleveland. Yes, New York. <laughs> that's why. Because like sidetrack a little bit. Because I was thinking about this like. If Donovan Mitchell doesn't sign this extension and like you're like Cleveland's kind of looking like they did last year and you're like, like. Why wouldn't I just move him to the Knicks now at the deadline and get something? Because you don't want to lose so him for hard. nothing. Like the, oh my god, the Cavs might be like bad. Because there's a there's a chance you lose him for nothing. Yeah, and he just goes. 
You just see him walk walk away right over to New York, yeah, right, into the, right into the garden. Yeah, a team who's already beaten you with you having Donovan Mitchell in the playoffs. Like, but what does that package even look like? Yeah, so I, I'm saying if because it down just on the topic of Donovan Mitchell, like he's gonna. I just think it's evident he's just gonna go to New York. It's if just, they if they trade him, then. RJ's coming back. See, that's the thing, because you have no leverage. It's if, you like, try, if you try to trade him to New York, New York oh, same thing. You have no leverage. Like they RJ's, can just wait a couple more months yeah. again. RJ's, like, gone. Quentin Grimes is probably gone. Like, a fuck ton of picks, probably. Like, oh. that's the only thing I would try to get. I I need RJ Barrett if yeah. you're, I'm getting rid of Donovan Mitchell. Obviously, they're not the same player at all, but I need something yeah. from you. Like, I'm, I know I'm not getting Brunson. I'm not getting Randall. So who's who's next on the chopping block? It's RJ Barrett. Same so with, like same with RJ and Josh Hart. Same with yeah. they don't have enough like Josh Hart a Cavs ass player. Yeah. He is, yeah. He's a Knicks player. He's a Knicks ass player as well. Like just looking at cause it sucks because like it it looks like you're gonna lose him for nothing if he does walk because like all these teams that are gonna like if you say they not doing good, they made Donovan Mitchell available at the mm-hmm. deadline, right? What teams are really going to give you the package you want because they know he's on a contract year and he could just leave and yeah. go where he wants to go. So it's That's tough. Scary They're thing. in a tough situation because they have They might the not deal they down. might just keep him. Like and then if he does walk for nothing, I mean, it's kind of whatever. Yeah. Like you'd be like, "Okay, thanks. Like you did mm-hmm. you did a lot for us. Mm-hmm. Like thanks for coming." Yeah. But I mean, I I could definitely see them not like getting rid of him mm-hmm. and like he just walks. And then back to like OKC okay, like a name like Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards, yeah. Anthony. How many first round like like you all of them. you don't even it'd be so hard to keep the group together if you're getting rid of Anthony Edwards. That's the thing. Cuz you got to think your group is like Shea, Chet, who else? Giddy. I think Giddy's gone. If you go If get you Anthony go get Edwards. Anthony Edwards. See, that's the thing. Like they have but like they have so many. Like they have so many Cuz I think picks. they're yeah. I think they're valuing Jalen Williams over Giddy at this point. Because Jalen be. Williams is giving you everything. And I'm talking about starting Jalen mm-hmm. Williams, not bench Jalen Williams. Because mm-hmm. there's two of them. I think there's there's a lot of stars. Actually, I think they have three of them. No, they have two. I thought there was another one. No. Three Jalen I thought there were three Jalen Williams on the Thunder. It's just very, very interesting because they're, it's like player-driven league now. Right. Like this, can... this year, we just roll with it. Oh, yeah. We just roll with it this we year. We rolling with it. Like, Lou Dort giving you hell of consistent point points and defense like just roll with it and then wherever you end up then you talk about like, I think if you end up as a 5 seed and lose to a team that's obviously better than you cool then Whatever. You, then you like go into the offseason like do we really need to draft four people on this draft Any, anything past yeah. the plan for the thunder is like you're over exceeding yes like and then everybody I OKC could easily turn into America's team mm-hmm. like they just want to see them mm-hmm. win yeah. like do good um, I think Chet is doing very good so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played really good against the Cavs. Got kind of exposed a couple times against the Bulls. Yeah, and Andre Drummond Andre fucking Drummond, crossed no. him, and then Vuce dunked on him. Yeah, so that was, I think he'll get it going. I mean, this is his, that was his first NBA yeah, game will. ever. He'll get it going. So he's gonna. I, don't know, I think every year Chet's gonna get better. Lou Dort's giving you crazy production yeah. that you didn't think you would get. Shea's still giving you thirty a night. Giddy's still Giddy's sus to me. I don't know what he does. Like he. His th- he's just so consistent at everything. It's he's very all, weird. He's a Swiss Army knife you can put everywhere. Is he like a poor man's Chris Paul? No. He like he's gonna give you twelve, but then he's gonna also give you nine assists. 
But then he's also like gonna give you like five, five rebounds. rebounds. He's a he's like a. Is he like a more athletic Ben Simmons? No, Ben Simmons is even more <laughs> athletic. Like he's like a he's like a is he like a downgraded uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Oh, he's gonna give you assists. He's gonna do a little bit of everything. I think Josh Giddey's very good. So do I. I think he's very good. It's just like, I think if they do try to go get like you gotta, are you telling me you're not giving up Josh Giddey for Anthony Edwards? I am. I'm yeah. just saying, but that Josh Giddey package is also with like six first round picks. Oh yeah, of course it is. Like, and if you could get that, bro, oh my god, they're standing so pat right now. They're waiting on the they're right. Waiting. They're waiting on the right, and guy. they can wait. They can wait yes. forever. Mm-hmm. Like they're just gonna keep getting draft picks. Like, yeah, it's just, and then eventually, eventually they're gonna become like a big enough market, and like people are gonna be like, okay, like because OKC right now not the craziest market for no. free agent people. Like you go to, uh, you go there, like it's just not that doesn't appealing to the eye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not like okay, I just want to go to OKC. Yeah, it's just not a big market. Yeah, so I think if they start making the playoffs here. People are gonna be like oh, building okay, more of a culture. Yeah, they'll be like they're ramping it up here. Cause like, Golden, Golden State before like they got on their shit, they weren't the biggest glamorous market. Now they're like worth yeah. the most money in the NBA. So I think I think it's crazy. There's only a couple of markets like that everybody would just want to go. Like mm-hmm. the Knicks are one, just cause yeah, the Knicks. Like, even Chicago is Chicago's a big market, still a but big like market. Miami, all these big markets, Miami. and then you got teams that are like Memphis and like OKC, yeah. who not like big markets. Denver, Denver <laughs> not a crazy market, but Denver, Denver is going to get up there here really yeah, soon. Yeah, People are just going to want to go there to play them. with Jokic. Yeah, but Philly, Philly's a big market. OKC is always going to be a player in terms of like trade deadline talk and offseason talk. But to wrap up the episode, to really get into the overreactions, let's go to some hot takes for the season that you guys have. Some just hot takes that you guys have seen. Hot takes. I yeah. Mean, hot takes. Mine is just the Bulls aren't going to be yeah, good. Yeah, Mine, the Bulls aren't going to be that. good. They're going to be terrible. Like, bad. Like, terrible. Like, I think that they need to, like, blow it up. Terrible. Like, I I think they, the is Bulls the Bulls need to go on a rebuild. You yeah. are getting... what What is the point of letting DeMar just go crazy for nothing? Like, there is no point for him to just... Other than, like, stats-wise and him to be better and stuff. Like, he's old, and there's no point for you to still have him. I think he could go to a different team. You could get whatever you need. You keep like Kobe White and all these young guys. Lonzo can stay until he gets fucking healthy or whatever. You got to move on from Vuce. He is not the center for the Bulls. Andre Drummond's there for <laughs> They just extended him. Why? What, yeah, what was did. the point? They extend him. There's no point to extend him. Patrick Williams is gone after this year, so that's going to be a waste of a pick. Is that your is that your hot take about Patrick Williams? Patrick basically? Williams is not a good basketball player. Would Patrick Williams shit on me in basketball? I hope so. So I think Patrick Williams is just he. Patrick Williams brings nothing to court besides like subpar defense because he's long. That's about it. I think it's crazy that he was the fourth overall pick or third overall pick or whatever he was at a Florida State, and I think that's fucking insane. And I'm surprised he's been on the Bulls for this it, long. It's tough because DeMar DeRozan, you can see him go to a team and like push them to the next. Denver. Or not Denver, uh, Memphis. Yeah, like a team Why that needs, go, go, go like needs a shot creator or somebody like yeah. that. Another team like like somebody even like the Knicks. Like if you yeah. like like somebody that needs another shot creating score. I think the Bulls are just gonna be bad. And that's just yeah. I I'm gonna like They will be bad. They could su- surprise me for all my God. Please, please prove me wrong. Like I want to see you do good, but mm-hmm. right now I'm looking at your roster. You guys are gonna be bad, and you have to just accept it. And I don't know why you just don't want to go into the rebuild. Yeah, because you were bad last year. You were bad before that. Like, you're just bad. 
I guess it's not even really a hot take. It kind of got like talked about it a little bit earlier. Is Dame, Dame being a legit MVP candidate? Yeah, I mean that that could happen because then nobody's really talking about it at this point. Could be a sneaky one. Yeah, sneaky. Like if you like bet on it, mm-hmm. sneaky value depending on where you at in the season because. That was the only thing ever holding Dame Hillard back is like their, their, on the seed, yeah, their seeding and, and everything that's his else. Fault. He had one of the best years of his career last year, and then like they didn't even make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So like, I think Dame could definitely enter an MVP conversation because they're really only looking for him to just be him. Yeah, he looks really good. I don't really have any to be honest. I can't think of any. Yeah, I guess your kind of one was Clay Thompson. I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. Clay Thompson doesn't look good. But I mean, we've seen definitely mm-hmm. some. Interesting stuff over this first couple of days of the NBA season. Hey, well, Cam Thomas has 30 points both games so far. Yeah. That's Six man That's of interesting. Year. Six man of the year. Possibly. I think he could easily win it. Yeah. Because he wasn't. I don't think was, we talked about him in the award prediction. Emmanuel quickly. <laughs> I forgot about him. But Emmanuel quickly was just hooping this him week, and, too. So. Him and Cam Thomas yeah. might be battling for that mm-hmm. six man of the year. And then. Who knows? Chris Paul go answer that discussion when he gets brought off the bench or whatever they fucking do when they bring Draymond no. back. Oh, I, the Blazers. I've seen enough. <laughs> I've seen. Enough. They're still gonna be bad. Yeah, they're. That's bad. gonna be my hot take. They're they are bad. still gonna be. Anthony bad. Simons. We were hurt. Too. Anthony Simons just got hurt. Hot take. We won the trade. Nurkic is better than Aiden <sighs> this year. We'll have a better year. Oh, I like that. I like it. That's a good a one. Year. That's a really good one. Because Aiden gonna give you a solid twelve <laughs> eight. And full, like, <laughs> and then he go have five fouls, yeah. and then and, Nur- and Nurk is just, I don't know. Nurk might do everything he better do than the other. Yeah, I think he's just better for our offense. I think Nurk just like fits you guys way better than DeAndre because yeah. Nurk, if Nurk start getting that strap out, starts playing some threes, bro. Oh man. He doesn't need the ball. Like Aiden was out here demanding the ball. I like that. Maybe you guys did win the trade. But then Nurkic will get the three. <laughs> or maybe you guys will win it. Like eventually, long term. Grace yeah. Allen looks like shit though, so maybe not. <laughs> it was really bad. But you guys want to wrap it up for this episode? Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning into the Barrel Talk podcast. Hope to see you tuned in the future episodes. Sponsor us, C Four. <laughs>